0: Um, kids are asleep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Computer's not dead. Nope. My black thing fell off my arm.
1: Oh, God, no. Everything's no.
0: good. God. Hi, this is Geek Loves Nerd Podcast.
1: We can't do the show. You can't put that <laughs> on. Trying to
0: find something in common since 1996.
1: Geek Loves Nerd.
0: It's on there, baby.
1: Nerd loves geek. It's the thing. The Late last week. Have an ass.
0: No. It was the grossest thing. What I was saying is, I need to rewrite the song. Why? Because I'm happy about the computer. What? I'm happy about the computer. Anyway, let's, let's just save it for the show. Yeah. Here we go. (laughs) Hi, this is Geek Loves Nerd, show 26, brought to you the week of October 17th, 2008. Hi, I'm one of your hosts. My name's James, and I am the geek.
1: And my name's Jen, and I'm just cool.
0: (laughs) That's great. That's awesome. Uh, Geek Loves Nerd is sponsored by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. Check it out at drawyoupicture.com. See what I've done for other folks and see what I can do for you. DrawYouAPicture.com. Um, weekly updates. I only have one. What do you got? Uh, you go with yours. (laughs) Always. Um, last night, I, uh, was down here preparing for the show. We were supposed to do the show last night. (laughs) And, uh, upstairs, all of a sudden, my daughter starts going, Oh, 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 she's (laughs) in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, she's freaking out, Mommy! And, uh, I start seeing water pour down, because I'm in the basement in my office from the ceiling. Over there. You know, about a foot and a half away from here where the toilet is upstairs. You can see the pipes. Uh got an unfinished basement at the current time. And I ran upstairs. Towels! Jen's throwing towels at me. Um, get it all mopped up and all that stuff. Get everything taken care of, all the water off the floor. I start coming downstairs and Jen happens to mention, Hey, you know, is everything fine downstairs? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Cause it was like a foot and a half away. I come downstairs and I see water pouring on top of the hutch that's on my desk. Mm. And on top of my hutch are several geek items like and, the lappy. No, it's uh oh. buzz stuff and all mm-hmm. this stuff, all my stuff. And I start screaming, John, Oh, Towels, and Jen throws some more towels downstairs. Down, and I, I get this sinking feeling in my guts, and I come around the, um, around the, what is it, the hutch. hutch, and I look down at my laptop, and it's just covered with water, and the screen's off. You know, it's not working, and I scream again,
1: and <laughs> <laughs> I just hear screaming. I'm trying to get the kids bathed.
0: It was the worst thing I ever saw, and the worst thing about this laptop going down is not only were we not able to do the show, not only was I not going to be able to do other shows, is I had done this project, this art project with twelve uh, illustrations, all inked, all approved, ready to be colored, ready to be finished and delivered, and I'd just done them this week, and they were gone. They were on that machine. They were gone. Computer's down. I had been backing up this computer regularly because I spilled soda on it.
1: Like a year ago, wasn't Yeah,
0: it? yeah. And uh it's on borrowed time anyway.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh but I didn't back up that week.
1: It's um it's a laptop, it's like a cat. It's got nine lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's got seven more left. <laughs> yeah,
0: apparently. But um the The point is that they were, you know, I hadn't backed up these mm. twelve illustrations, and and so I could have replaced everything on it, which is, you know, it's sad that it was gone, but I expect it to. People know I've been shopping for a computer. If you follow me on Twitter, you know I've been, you know, back and forth between PC and Mac and all that stuff. But so it wasn't a big deal. I've got money saved up to buy a new computer. It was just irritating, and those twelve illustrations, you know, are gone. And I don't know. It's not like when you write a paper and you lose it. Um, when you do art, it's passion. It's like trying to redo a podcast. You know, it's spontaneity, just it's creativity. It's not gonna just flow out. And plus, I just didn't, you know, want to redo it.
1: You had a lot of hours in that.
0: I did. I did. Everything else was fine, but the, that was gone. And I, I was praying last night. <laughs> I'm asking people to pray, like everybody on Xbox 360, if they had S O G in front of their na- gamer tag. I'm like, pray. Pray for my What's Lappy. S.O.G. Sons of God. It's the clan that that uh, hardcore Christian gamer runs.
1: Mm. Are you in that clan? No, I am not. Are you in any clan? No, I am not. Well, good.
0: Yeah, um, I'm just not really much of a joiner, as the jaded Vasilian folks will tell you, or the mm. Brad McFallans out there, or whatever. However you say his last name, I just do not. I'm just not. It's it's bad. I know, but it's the way I am. You're kind of a renegade. I'm a renegade cop. Xbox 360 player. <laughs> I'm a playa. Xbox 360 playa. Anyway, uh, long story short, I slept very badly last night. And I kept against every bit of advice from everybody. I continuously tried to boot the machine.
1: Everybody told you to leave it be. Leave it
0: alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> even the hard drive. I pulled the hard drive out. I dried it off. Put it back in Mm -hmm. and it's booting. You know, that's the thing. It started booting, but then it would say hard drive error. And I'm like, great, the machine works, but the hard drive doesn't. That's awesome. It's the exact opposite of what you want.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, So I was bummed last night.
1: Yeah, you were. Very bummed. You wouldn't even watch The Office because you didn't didn't want to laugh. laugh. (laughs) (laughs) And then we tried to watch Heroes and you realized it was on the other Lappy.
0: Well, yeah, because I'm like, let's, I'll watch Heroes with you, dear. I'll do that. I'll no watch it. No
1: office, but I'll watch, I'll watch you. Heroes.
0: Jen goes and makes popcorn. She pours a soda. She comes downstairs. I go over to, to, with my soda and my popcorn that she's graciously made me. I said, I almost cried.
1: You did? You I were said,
0: depressed. I said, Jen, Heroes is on that laptop. I'm sorry. I must go.
1: (laughs) And you went back to your 360. I did, and I just
0: played... What did I play last night? I played Hectic uh, HD, and and I got some star flowers or something, and I got an achievement or two. And I had lots of people asking me to play, and I just wasn't in the mood. But um, this morning... Um, I, I went in for a meeting to work and I was going to meet the tech guy up there and he was telling me, you know, maybe we can just get the hard drive, hard drive. It's a SATA drive. We can get it hooked up, extract some stuff off of it. And I got in my office and I'm like, I'm going to beat this thing up again and watch it, watch it boot when I don't have any of my hard drives. I don't even have a jump drive, a thumb drive, a whatever drive, flash drive. I don't have a any key of drive? Key drive. <laughs> I don't have any of that. And uh, so watch it boot up. And sure enough, it did. It booted right up and my heart jumped into my throat and I had a sinking feel at the same time. Because I'd been praying, Lord, just one time. Just let it boot one <laughs> So that time. was your
1: one time you wasted it. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like rubbing the lamp, having one wish and mm. saying, man, I wish I had a soda, you know, and ruining it. But um, I ran around and there was one pastor on staff that I know is always good for, for drives, hard drives, little thumb drives. Went in and asked him. But I forgot, he de- he's a great guy, he just doesn't know much about tech,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, he has one gig thumb drives, <laughs> like a lot of them. <laughs> he
1: so maybe if you could piecemeal your art. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm archiving it into RAR files, <laughs> you know, and piece by piece like you used to do with the, the you know, when you anyway, when you download none. And stuff, but yeah, and geek stuff. You don't know anything about that. Uh, But anyway, it did boot. I did was able to back up those files and the computer just never went down. And to continue and finish up the story, we're recording on it right now. I've been working on it all day. It came back from the dead. Prayer works. And it may be petty and some listeners of this show may not believe, but lately I'll take any miracle I can get. And I, I definitely am adding this to one of the things because I don't know about you, Uh, Those of you that are church people, Christian folks out there, I expect God to do big things, so I don't know, you know, I appreciate it, you know, and all that, but it's when when the little things, God takes care of the little stuff, that's when it, it means the most, so thanks, big G.
1: I know I'm happy because you are one depressed monster. And how was I today? um very happy very
0: happy very call
1: me you text me tell me all about your computer that's happiness. right i was
0: twittering i was Everything dancing. Was right i was slinging around my underwear by all my finger it what? was awesome <laughs> celebrate good times come on so yeah i'm really tired now though because it's been a very trying day it's just been you know last night i got to bed late i woke up early you know, I went in for this trying meeting today and and the whole drama of the height, you know, and the lows and I'm just tired.
1: I'm tired too. That baby woke up at quarter to seven and he never went back to sleep. Why? Let's say let's trade him in. Yeah,
0: I, I'm gonna go ahead and give away my parental rights.
1: You already did that today. Yeah.
0: So you got him now.
1: I I really don't want can I give you My parental rights? No. Oh. So
0: our our, our laptop is not
1: a a cat, by the way. It is. It's like a cat. It has nine lives. It may
0: be like a cat, but it is not a
1: cat. But it's like a cat, and it it has seven lives left.
0: It is hereby called the sewer lappy, (laughs) because it has pee water all over it don't you'd like to put pee water on your electronics apparently because i dropped my phone in that same toilet that toilet is cursed i'm telling you that toilet
1: has it out for us i don't even like that bathroom it's the anti-tech toilet I do. <laughs> well maybe you shouldn't bring tech in there although you didn't bring your laptop and that there. thing
0: came to me it sought me out just like the water in that movie uh <laughs> mm-hmm. where it was the guy was supposed to die what's that stupid show What's that movie? Final destination. Final Destination. And the water is in the toilet and it's sneaking across the tile and you think he's gonna slip and then he does. That water sought out my my technology and dribbled it all did. over it. It was specific. Jen, it ran right down. And I think it's because the irony is it's because of the wires that are in. I hardwired our basement this week.
1: Uh, what did the how did the wires get in? See
0: involved? it coming straight down in the middle? The water traveled across the, the floor joist trickled down that cat 5 cable onto mm. the top of this thing and then over onto the laptop. It never should have happened. Physics deny mm. it. Anyway, demons do exist, people, and they live upstairs in my toilet.
1: Mm. Let's so, move.
0: Yeah. I'm moving. I'm moving this desk. You can believe that.
1: You need to. I am
0: going to move this desk. I'm going to put I'm going to put plastic. I'm going to put something underneath it. Mm. Something that would enjoy pee water. I can't even think of anything right now. Put a Macintosh. Yeah. Somebody on Twitter's like, you should get a Mac. They're waterproof. And I'm like, good. I'll use it to unclog the freaking toilet. <laughs> Jerk. What thing to say. And he's a good guy that said it. But, uh, and then another dude's like, uh, well, maybe this is a message. And I'm like, oh, great. A message from God that I should maybe stop podcasting, right? Is that the- <laughs> and so I Twittered back. I'm all ticked off. I'm like, um, so if my house burned down, would the message be you shouldn't have a house? So <sighs> he luckily he took it lightly. But now he'll know because he listens to the show. He'll know how deeply mm. offended I was. But it's Okay um that's my weekly update and that's the show for today thanks for joining <laughs> yeah that's
1: the show is about the lappy we we sometimes
0: talk about tv and stuff um did you have a weekly update by the way i'll you probably don't but i just wanted to ask before we talk
1: about um it. no
0: okay tv and movies um all i want to say is we're behind on heroes yep um and i'm hearing stuff I'm hearing stuff on Twitter. I'm hearing stuff at church, people asking about it. Have you seen it? Are you caught up? And, and they roll their eyes, and they look sideways, and they squint a little bit, and they talk about, ooh, and they, t- they say, ooh, Suresh, or ooh, this, or future Claire is ticking me off, or and, and we're missing out on stuff, Jen. Something's gone haywire, mm. and they're not so much talking about the characters or the story. They're talking about just the wackiness of it and how it it might be the writer's fault, and so maybe... Somebody will remember a couple of shows ago when I started talking about this very thing.
1: And I kind of made fun of you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, you were you taking it a little well, far. The last one that we did see had Siler going from psychopath to suddenly working for this company. and yeah, And now he's weird. best buds and he's trying to be a good boy. I don't get it. I don't understand But
1: it's it. like, what did he eat? Some of the people not eat it, the other people? He didn't eat any of the people.
0: He never ate anybody, Jen. He just got better at what he did. At first, obviously, he was taking out their entire brains. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... With Claire, we see that he, he can feel around now and find the exact spot that he needs to make contact with. The only difference is Claire can't die. Mm. So she's the only one that survived the technique. Mm. Um, but way to jump the tracks there. What I'm talking about, though, is is in that that bank he's all of a sudden wearing a suit he's trying to be good he wants to impress his mommy i you know outside of her having some sort of power where she can convince people anything she wants them to believe uh which i do think she has uh but even if she does they haven't used it consistently enough to make it obvious or believable Mm -hmm. i just think there's writing issues i really really do
1: i'm thinking i agree
0: thank you for realizing i'm always right
1: um, I did not admit that you were always right. I said I think I might agree with that particular comment.
0: Well, it's a start. Hey, uh, kids stuff. I'll let you talk about that. What's been going on with the kids? You mentioned something about a tricholon or a trico- trichelon. Our
1: gentleman had a trichathon. tricathon
0: What is a trichathon exactly?
1: It's when they um, raise money for a good cause. So it has
0: nothing to do with, like, dinosaurs.
1: No, it has to do with trikes, like tricycles. Oh, dang it. That's, to raise I, money instead just of...
0: until you said sickles, I thought you were going to say triceratops for some mm, reason.
1: I'm sorry.
0: I'm not trying to be funny. It's just where I thought you were going. Go ahead. You're trying to raise money for what? For, um... Me a new lappy?
1: Yeah. That, that was the cause, the good cause. Anyway, so they, they do laps in their bike kind of like, you know, running or any kind of a thon. Any kind of
0: a-thon, Yes. So Rock-a-thons. this is
1: just what three-year-olds do. They ride their bikes and they have to wear helmets. Sweet. I was thinking that, you know, a toddler, I mean, not a toddler, a Thank someone you. on a trike should not have to wear a helmet. Cause you're not really going very fast.
0: Trikes are dangerous.
1: Apparently they are.
0: If you take a turn too weird, you fall right over to the left or the right. Mm. Those things are not stable. We
1: never wore a helmet ever.
0: No, we didn't. And we survived. Yes, we did. But, um, I uh, I would At least like to participate. Thank you. I would like to participate Ooh. in something called a sleepathon. <laughs> Me too.
1: <laughs> I, I wish the kids were up for that. <laughs> I really
0: think I could raise a lot of
1: money. <laughs> I really think I could get a lot of sleep. like, so, yeah,
0: it's just something to consider.
1: All right. Uh, oh. Oh, my
0: my kid update happened tonight. Jenna's uh done with her bath. Mom you're brushing out her hair. And uh, she looks at me and the hair is starting to get brushed and she goes, am I pretty yet? And immediately I realized I had a peachable moment here. I had a moment to tell her about a father's undying love that I, she matters no matter what her outward appearance is. And I said, Jenna, you're always beautiful. Even when your hair is totally messed up, you are beautiful. Do you understand that you are beautiful? And she smiles and she looks at me and you could tell she really gets it. She looks up at her mom and says, okay, I'm done.
1: <laughs> hair still jacked
0: up in the back. Okay, I'm done. Daddy
1: says I'm pretty. That's all I need. <laughs> I'm
0: pretty enough. I'm. All, I don't have to sit through this torture anymore.
1: <laughs> I don't need my hair fixed. So
0: I love Daddy that. Daddy
1: says I'm pretty no matter what.
0: <laughs> so way to way to ruin it. You know, I I think I am a good parent. I just uh, I have a very good daughter too. who's mm-hmm. good at being bad. Oh, and she convinced the babysitter. Um, Jen works uh, three hours on Wednesday morning. Um, Some people might remember that's one of our deals we did. And and I used to take care of the kids. I have been freed from my indentured servanthood, and we've now got a young lady that comes in for those three hours. You've actually
1: given up your parental rights anyway. That's true.
0: Uh, But Jenna decided to let her know that mom and dad said that it's okay for me to have an ice cream sandwich uh, anytime I want, pretty much after lunch. (laughs) as uh, a
1: dessert it's okay she's never we've never let her have an lunch dessert
0: yeah well even yeah no no sandwich and definitely not a dessert for lunch no
1: she gets a snack when she wakes up that's the closest thing to it but she
0: talked that she's good you got to give it to her and and what the irony is is if jenna wasn't so honest she would have never gotten away with it if you got a kid that lies you're going to question everything but jenna is generally very truthful and honest and uh She totally pulled one over. Mm -hmm. Thought about doing a comic about it, but...
1: It's too complicated.
0: It's... Yeah, I'm not good enough. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, we got an Ask Jen question. Here it goes. Your favorite segment... Um, Hi, Jen. I just finished listening to the Money Management Show, and it was great. We got a lot of feedback about that show, by the way. Yeah, we did. Uh, Perfect timing to talk about money since the economy is in the tank and nobody knows what's going on. We
1: we know what's going on. I know exactly what's going on. Yeah. I'm just really glad gas prices are low. Anyway, go ahead.
0: I was wondering how you handle budgeting and purchasing of clothing, specifically for you and the kids. Nobody cares about James's clothes. It's
1: because guys' clothes are just.
0: Yeah, and when you get underwear, I troll them on my finger
1: anyway. <laughs> I know and that's just wrong. That's why you only get one pair a week.
0: <laughs> uh, nobody asked me about my underwear. Uh, I have two girls, 3 and 1 and ooh, 3 and 1. They're the trinity. No, she, 3 mm-hmm. and 1. And although I try to estimate how much it will cost to wardrobe them, it is impossible. I feel like I'm just putting a number in the budget that means nothing. Do you shop for yourself often? Buying my own clothes is definitely a weak spot for me, even though I'm a mommy and I like to look cute. It is not like I'm shopping at Barney's or Nordstrom. Does Barney have his own stinking?
1: No, that's like a high-end apartment I'm not shopping
0: at Barney's or Nordstrom, but. Do, things do add up. Any advice? I love the idea of using cash for everything. I think I'm going to try that. Maybe my husband will stop using the check card for $4.23 purchases, $4 purchases at Starbucks once a week. Thanks. I love the show. Michelle from Pennsylvania.
1: Sounds like he's spending a little less on Starbucks than she has on clothes. But Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, what I would say to that is what we do is um, we don't really have a clothing budget. We have a budget that we call miscellaneous. And it's a certain amount we set aside every week for things that come up. That are random. That are random. Because to me, you just can't plan out that kind of stuff. You can't plan out, okay, they're going to need two pairs of jeans, you know, in the month of October or Mm -hmm. something like that. So the other thing I try to do with clothing, especially for the kids, is buy a season ahead. Like if the summer clothes are on clearance and I try to buy for the next summer for the kids, um, try to get as many hand-me-downs as possible, too, just to kind of supplement the wardrobe. As far as myself, I try to do the same thing. Tater sacks. Yeah. This is Ashton. You're not involved. Keep quiet. This show wouldn't even be this show if it wasn't for me. Wow, where (laughs) is this coming from? I made one comment and all of a sudden it's like... Well, you need to be put in your place because you're always commenting.
0: Going from, I hate doing podcasting to now, I am the god of the show.
1: (laughs) Anyway, you're ruining my segment. (laughs) anyway um no as far as stuff for herself um i try to buy stuff you know as much on sale as possible try to never buy full price and uh if you don't have any money don't go shopping but
0: um that's about it that's true jen will look at something she loves feels like she can't live without and then leave it there
1: yeah and try to wait for it to go on sale, and
0: it always does yeah, it does. I think it's because she wants the stuff nobody else really probably can
1: Stuff that's out of style. <laughs>
0: the tater sacks. So
1: I um, too like to look cute.
0: Thanks, uh, Michelle from Pennsylvania. Let me let me scan her stuff, make sure everything got um No, I think I think you got it. Uh where where do you shop for your clothes, by the way? That maybe that would help her out.
1: Oh, I shop at the Gap and the Limited for Dressier Clothes and Express every now and then.
0: What about Old Navy?
1: No, not for the kids' clothes. I shop at Old Navy. But mm-hmm.
0: And when you were pregnant?
1: I shopped at Old Navy Maternity yes. and Dress Barn. I Don't never say anything. shopped at Dress Don't Barn. Don't say
0: anything bad about Dress Barn. It's where I get my clothes. All right. Uh, if you have any questions, send your questions to geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. Subject Ask Jen. If you sent one in this week and it didn't get read, listen to a future episode. We got a couple this week and we only could use one. Um, our really? main time. It's yeah. limited
1: to just one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know.
0: Until we get like fifteen a week, and then we'll start picking oh, and choosing. But I gotcha. We we hadn't had any good ones for a while, or not good ones. I was ones, ready
1: to answer a lot of questions. Remember
0: the week I had to make up my own?
1: Yeah. So
0: we got a big topic today, and we're already twenty three minutes into it. So okay, I'll shut up. we're going to talk a little bit about what I want to call the pursuit of happiness in a relationship, and um, hopefully this will hit home. It's a it's a passion of mine because it's something I've had to learn. Uh, about how to be happy. And I see a lot of people around me that aren't. They're not happy in their marriage. They're not happy in their homes. They're not happy in their jobs. And they are on a slow spiral of self-destruction because all they want to be is happy. And they get the opposite of that. Any comments on that, Jen?
1: Um, I definitely think that that uh, happens a lot. I know sometimes I'm frustrated with, with things going on and I always look at you and think... I would just be happier if he did more. Isn't that me? <laughs> wow. I mean.
0: No, no, it's oh, okay. honest. It, it's just no, shocking I've, to hear.
1: What? No, I, I think that because I think if my life was easier, I'd be happy. Uh, or if the kids were easier, if they were older, all that kind of stuff. But, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's easy It's easy to blame you not you personally not being happy on somebody else. That's my main right. point. Especially your spouse because your spouse is the main person to blame everything on because they're right there. Yep. Yep. We're going to hit
0: on that in a minute. I want to talk about the reasons why people aren't happy. And um, I think people are not happy in relationships. And we're going to talk about marriage. I'm not a heck with relationships. Uh, People chase self-fulfillment. Yeah. Rather than the fulfillment of others. Mm -hmm. And to get spiritual for a moment, God created man and woman to be together. He created people to be dependent on other people and that you know, we need each other. And when you try to isolate yourself, when you try to be self-fulfilling and you look out for yourself, I need happiness. I'm going to buy things. I'm going to do things for my own happiness. You are, you are in a sense putting yourself on an Island Saying, I'm the only one that can make me happy, and you miss out on the gift of other people, in a nutshell. Um, but on another level, selfishness is never going to work. It's never going to be rewarded. So my first point, I guess I want to say, is that self-fulfillment is what people do as a natural response to being unhappy But it's actually the fulfillment of others that brings happiness. And it doesn't seem to make sense. It doesn't seem like it would work, but it does. The phrase, it's more blessed to give than receive, Mm -hmm. is true. And not just at Christmas.
1: Because the thing with selfishness and um, trying to use selfishness to get fulfilled is you, you can never have enough. You're right. just you're never satisfied because all you're looking for is okay. That made me happy for a second. I want more. I want more. I want more.
0: And in a marriage relationship, it actually compounds because not only are you are you getting the highs and the lows of purchasing something or doing something or or whatever, you also usually ignored your spouse. Mm-hmm. You've usually spent money you shouldn't have, so you've you've made them mad in that way. You've hurt your family financially, and because you, it's a self-centered action, just by default, you've left other people out of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you've you've even damaged your relationship as a result of it, and then and it becomes a cycle. It becomes a cycle of of. I'm miserable, so I'm going to do something to be unmiserable temporarily that's about me. But then I hurt other people, and I make them more miserable, which makes me feel worse. So now I have to go and do something else. Mm-hmm. I have to buy something. I have to go and get away. I have to hang out with my friends, uh, whatever. Um, and then, okay, um, and this hits kind of close to home, talking about relationships. Usually you'll have somebody, you blame the other person. they They're miserable. Well, maybe they're miserable because you are. And, and so you blame them. And say you've got one spouse that really, really tries. I'm going, you know, my spouse is miserable. So I'm going to, to give them whatever they want. If they want a bigger house, I'm going to buy it. If they want more clothes, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to put myself, I'm going to get a second job. I'm going to do everything I can. And that person is still unhappy with them and still upset. And see what happens there is when you, when you seek self-fulfillment, nobody can fulfill that for you. Because you've decided I'm the only one that can. But mm-hmm. you expect them to, and you hold them to this this thing that you have to make me happy, and you're not. And so you're the reason. And then it turns into anger and hatred, and then you want to divorce this person because you, logically you would say, well, no, I'm still going to be in the same situation. I'm just going to be without them. I'm still going to have kids, and I'm going to be without them. But somehow I've subconsciously blamed them so much for my unhappiness that they become... Because you haven't made me happy. You've done everything for me, but you're not making me happy. So I've got to get rid of you.
1: I think the other thing, too, especially girls do this, is they look at their spouse and expect them to know the things that they want.
0: Make them happy. yeah. Yeah,
1: that they would. And then the guys don't know that because nobody's psychic and guys don't think the same way as girls. And so then they're even mad that the guys aren't even doing some random thing the guy didn't even know he's supposed to be exactly. doing, and they're just mad. If you it's like, love me, you would know. Yeah, you would know. You would know to just just well, come in and. Do I don't
0: this. ever do that. Yeah, you do because I even in the art world, people like just do me a logo. And they've got it in their head what they want. Mm-hmm. They want me to read their minds. And I don't know why they do that to me. And I do the same thing to my hairdresser. I go in there and I want some sort of magical mystery makeover. And I want them to magically know how to do my hair really cool. And I must already have an idea in my
1: head. Well, yeah. You want to look like somebody or something. Yeah. I
0: want to be cool. <laughs> want to be- change my face while you're at it. <laughs> But you know, worst best case scenario in this whole thing is you you just begin to resent your spouse and you take your anger out on them. That's the best case. The worst case is you uh, start being hateful to them or uh, even abusive in the, in some cases, just verbally, physically, emotionally abusive, and that ain't making nobody happy. Mm-mm. Because what we do is when we're when we're at that last dead end rope uh, and we're hanging on by a thread. We we start a panic attack of trying to be happy. And and, uh, at the last end of that, the only way you can get any satisfaction is by putting other people down so that by comparison, you feel bigger. Mm -hmm. And you convince yourself that other people are more miserable than you. And if they're not, you make them that way.
1: It's the same thing with the money thing. It's like when you feel really, really poor – what you want to do is go out and spend some money so you don't feel poor, but then that spending money makes you more right. poor. Exactly. It's, it's cycles. Yeah. It's all
0: about cycles. And and there's so much that you could say about both topics because they're both fundamentally the same. It's about selflessness and, and about delayed gratification.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: there is an excitement to going out and doing something spontaneous when you feel like you're tied down to a spouse. There is something about ignoring your family and going down and playing video games all night um, and staying up late and all I've been there, I've done that, I've I've tried to escape myself. I mean, I'm not perfect, nobody is. That's why we can speak to this, is because we've been there, but... At the end of the day, you just wake up sleepy. You wake up tired. You wake up more miserable. You know you you shirked your responsibilities. Your spouse knows it, and now there's all these unsaid things, and and there's resentment and unspoken things, and oh, it just it just spirals out of control. Okay, we've talked about what what not to do. We've talked about the problems, and I've already kind of hinted at the answer. The answer is the opposite: it's selflessness about being. Uh, about the other person, fulfilling the other person. What really led this discussion is something I had said a couple of shows ago about, about Disney World. In a small way, it it really came full circle for me. At Disney World, I almost got caught up in wanting to do everything for me. I didn't, wouldn't have never said it that way. And if you'd cornered me, I would have denied it. But subconsciously, I really, really wanted to ride all the rides. <laughs> I wanted to stand in line. And for some reason, I don't know why, maybe I'm just becoming the person I want to be or something, but I said, you know what? I can't do that. It's not fair. It means Jen, you know, standing with these kids all by herself for a long time, I'm going to do the opposite. And I pushed us to go do kids stuff more than anybody in the family. Mm -hmm. And I found that after that third time of doing that, Just pushing that down and doing what I didn't want to do initially, I turned around and I'm like, whoa, this is the first vacation in like five years that I'm not miserable.
1: Yeah, we've always had a hard time. Holy crap.
0: I'm not miserable. I'm having a blast. And you take that and you apply it to your life, and it, it works the same way. It works the same way.
1: Well, and it also helps you because it's like you're you're all of a sudden not focused on making yourself happy. So you forget to even be miserable if you were miserable because well, you're focused on something else.
0: And, and why would I have been miserable anyway? Because I'd have been wanting something I couldn't have or, or maybe thought I was entitled to. And in the meanwhile, I'm missing out on opportunities with my family, my kids, and I'm being angry. And I don't know. It wasn't that I made the best of it. It wasn't that because I'm not real good at that. I can't mm-hmm. just grin and bear it. It's just I made a conscious decision to put that aside and forget it. In a marriage relationship, the way I've heard that coined is, you know, people say that marriage is is uh, a, what is it, a um, a compromise. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Because that's, I've heard people say, it's 50-50, give and take, give and take. No, it's it's not. That's the problem. That's why 60% of marriages in church and out of church are failing it's because marriage is 100% totally giving up your will, totally giving yourself to that other person. And that's the part that's scary for people. They, mm-hmm. they, when they realize that, it seems like it makes sense, but they, that's what trust is. You married that person for better or worse. And you both have to make a deal deal between yourself that I'm putting you first. And do you see the magic that happens if everybody does that? If everybody puts the other person first, everybody gets what they need. Not always what they want, but they get fulfilled because they're fulfilling each other. Right. And I get my quiet time and I get more spare time than ever because Jen cares about that. And I'm not always trying to push to run away and hide downstairs in front of the video games. And and Jen gets to sleep in and Jen gets to, you know, I wash the kid's hair and I dry the kid off. And, and it's not this big deal because um, I'm, I'm doing stuff to help. When we're we're we. It's not give and take. It's 100 percent giving of self.
1: And then it makes you feel like a team too. Yep.
0: Well, and it's an example for your kids. It's a huge example for them because yeah. what are they going to do? They're going to realize, hey, because kids are the most selfish things on the planet. I think they're just genetically built that way. <laughs> yeah, they are. They start off screaming <laughs> their heads off anytime they don't get they uh, and they never stop. They just learn how to communicate it better. <laughs> yeah,
1: in more ways. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you miss the crying later. <laughs> uh,
0: so okay, what do you do though? How do you accomplish this when the other person isn't doing it? When the other person doesn't believe it—that is, that maybe maybe you're cool with that. Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, you know, I'm always giving. I'm always giving, but the other person just takes and takes and takes. What do you, what do you think, Jen? You can say I don't know.
1: I, I I guess I just don't because I mean I think you can. I think by. You know, if both of you had been selfish and one person changes, I think that there's a good chance that that will sway the other person eventually. It will take a time and a period of time um, because they'll be like, wow, you know, this person really cares. But um, I also think there's a point, too, where you, you can really get taken advantage of, which, you know, where you just like you're giving and giving and giving. And it's like they're they they do not care. And yeah, I don't. I don't know that I have a good answer for that.
0: Yeah, where I'm at on this is is um, and, and I agree. You married a person, and you made a you made an agreement with them to be with them forever. It is a big deal. People don't treat wedding vows like they should, because we say it like a twist tie on a sandwich bag, you know. Uh, or, or or a ziplock bag. I can zip this up, but I can open it pretty easily and change whatever's going on inside. It's just temporary. It's like a like a post it note instead of a piece of permanent duct tape. Um, Did you say permanent duct? Permanent like duct tape. It's a bad <laughs> analogy, but they get it. And but here's the deal with that. If you're in that situation, my thing is do what you're supposed to do. Do your side of it. Even if you're taking advantage of, because you know what? That's the deal you made. For better or worse, you promise to love, cherish, and obey. And love doesn't look out for itself. Love doesn't keep a record of wrongs. Love always trusts, always gives, always does these things. It's exactly the opposite of a selfless, self centered person. And Jen's right, if you can do that over time, you will be you will be taken advantage of it first because people don't know how to do it. Uh, How to handle um, unconditional love. They want to test it and try it, but then they'll learn to trust it. And there will be a change. I can't say it'll be perfect, but here's the thing that it will do. First of all, it will leave a legacy for your children. If you're doing your side of things, they're going to grow up and want to be like you instead of the other spouse. And they will look for somebody like you to marry so they don't duplicate what you did in yours. Okay. And that's huge. Yeah, that is huge. That is huge. Secondly, uh you'll be able to sleep at night because you'll know. You know what today sucked. Today was horrible. I got raped emotionally, but I did what I was supposed to do.
1: Yeah. There there is always always the it's always the right thing to do the right thing no matter what the circumstances yep. because by doing the wrong thing, the circumstances don't change, and you have to deal with the effects of doing the wrong yep. thing.
0: There's a concept in the Bible called righteousness. And I'm a children's pastor. I, I, I explain things very simply. Righteousness is simply doing right. And, you know, we're as Christians, we're called to do the right thing. Um, luckily, not only are we called to do the right thing, Christ empowers us through his strength to do right and so those of you that, that don't know Christ, I, I just want to take this opportunity to ask you to investigate the claims that Christ made. Don't worry about uh, the public image of Christianity. I almost hate the word because of the way you – know, I ugh, I don't even like most Christians. We might want to do a show on that one day. Mm-hmm. But I would just say you owe it to yourself to check it out. If it doesn't work, then run screaming. And I'm just a big idiot wad that, that makes money <laughs> – peddling this stuff but uh makes my living i should say i don't know if i make money or not (laughs) um so anyway if, if you're struggling that bad and you need strength beyond yourself um i i truly believe everything in me that that jesus christ is the way the truth and the life so enough preaching but i i you know if i had found a great deal on cars down at the honda i'd tell you about that wouldn't i so take it like that okay um, any other comments on that, Jen, other than the fact that we're getting divorced on Thursday because of oh. this very thing?
1: <laughs> because we can't see Because
0: you're very selfish and I hate you.
1: Well, thanks.
0: <laughs> so that's a no?
1: Uh, no. Okay.
0: All right. Sorry. Thanks for participating in the show. We'll see you later. Um, wow. E- e- we got some vo- voicemails and emails. Let me, uh, play this one. This is a voicemail from our friend Daryl. Hold on. Great show, number 25. I'm listening to it right now. It's almost over. But it was a great show. A lot of people need to know this stuff about money. I mean, I wish I would have known this stuff uh, ten years ago or even five years ago. It would have been a big help. Okay, that's all. I'm going to go back and listen to the rest of the show. And the more and more I turn on regular radio stations, the more I realize why I shy away from it.
1: <laughs> why Why do you shy away from it? Because I don't remember.
0: You don't remember? I was talking about the butt, scrum, booty music. Oh. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever used that phrase on the show, but <laughs> well, that's what I call it. I get the, I get the main idea. Mm. All right. Uh, this one's, uh, thanks for the talk about money. I'm a person who gets high off spending. This will help me not only for Christmas, but also as I start my life. You guys are great. Charles. Charles is obviously a newborn baby and, uh, <laughs> he he's life. starting his life. <laughs> it's going to help him.
1: He's very literate. Yeah. He's m- much more advanced than our own son. <laughs> I just
0: I love the way they're typing. Oh, speaking of dunder kid update. Tell the tell the people about the boy's hands.
1: <laughs> he, he likes to take his first finger, his little index finger. His little index finger and point. And use it to touch stuff. Yeah, every
0: baby I've ever seen, you know, they just palm stuff, just slap stuff. (laughs) They're digging, they're crunching. Our boy puts his little fingers out and just touches
1: things. The one thing you can
0: touches your face, touches your ear, touches your teeth. um, Reaches over and pushes a button with his finger. (laughs) Plays the piano with his fingers. It's just so annoying. It's so weird. Uh mutant baby. Uh just wanted to say thank you for talking about money management. Been thinking about that subject a lot lately. Your discussion just made me think of it that much more. Jen, you should write a book about money management.
1: Oh, I should. And
0: if I had money to manage, I'd buy it. Stacy Card, <laughs> Oklahoma City. Thanks, uh, Stacy. What do you think, Jen? You gonna buy it you're gonna write a book?
1: No, I don't really have any advice that hmm. all the people who've written books don't have. We'll call
0: it Geek Loves Nerd Loves Money. <laughs> Uh, uh, here's something from Kat. Kat says, guess this isn't true. And she linked me to the Lifesavers article in Snopes. Mm. Remember how we were talking about Lifesavers and I said they were invented by somebody whose daughter choked on candy. And
1: I said that was dumb. And he
0: created candy in a circle with a hole so they could breathe if they swallowed it. And you said it was dumb. You said you were going to look it up on Snopes. You never did. I forgot. Somebody did and it is false. It is dumb. It's not <laughs> my fault though. It was it was sh- it was told to me in the 80s as fact and there when was no internet. When
1: all the urban legends started. That's right. Razors and the, the in the apples. Uh, apples. With oh. the Halloween candy.
0: Hey James and Jen, James was talking about Vis- Vista. V- Viva Piñata on episode 24 and that's a game that I was talking about. And I was wondering if Jen would like it. I think she would. It's not just a garden simulator. I'm I'm not saying it isn't though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After you fix up your garden, pinatas come and wander around your garden. Depending on what you have in there, and it depends on what it, or depending on what you have in there uh, determines what pinatas you attract. Once uh once the requirements of what they need to stay, once you have the requirements of what they need to stay, uh, eating plants and stuff like that, you build a home for them and blah blah blah. Uh, then you can have them reproduce and you can sell or keep the offspring. That sounds so wrong. Evil piñatas might come in your garden, so you have to whack them with your shovel, which is the best part in the game. You can also abuse your piñatas by hitting them with a shovel. See, Janet might might help you out a little bit, might help you take out some stress. Mm. Uh, isn't that awesome? Uh, they'll get sick and you have to take them to the doctor or they will die. They can get sick in different ways, too. You can customize your garden to your liking and so forth. My friend who has it doesn't like it that much, but that's because he practically only likes first-person shooters. It's a pretty sweet game if you like gardening, living pinatas, or animal abuse.
1: <laughs> Jen, do you like any of those things? No, but I you know, I, re- I really like living pinatas. I always <laughs> have. I don't know why. I really like um, first-person shooters. I think that's really my game of choice. I like choice. first-person living pinatas. <laughs>
0: So check it out. Been listening since episode one. Love the show. Casey, male. Wants to make sure that we know that he's a male.
1: That must annoy him. He, mu- he must get so many comments about that.
0: Uh, I'm always making mistakes on people's names. I'm sorry. There are girl names and there are boy names. You have to let us know if you're a girl or a boy.
1: Like, Gender.
0: Like Jordan. Jordan's tough one. Yeah. Every time Jenna talks about her friend Jordan, I think she's talking about some dude and I start getting mad. Oh, they're already they're all- starting on her. <laughs>
1: It's a girl. She uh, told me she's not friends with any of the boys in her class; just the girls.
0: Good, should stay that way. All right. Well, that's the show this week. Thanks for participating, Jen.
1: Thanks for participating in my show too. I loved you. I loved you too.
0: At least we got the show done.
1: Yeah, we it's did. A day late, a day late, and an hour. What? What is that? Dollar short. <laughs> <Whatever. Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, she's a CPA, folks. She's smart. I'm valedictorian so in high school.
1: Smart. <laughs>